Welcome, welcome, my friends, to our discussion about the PMP exam and how to succeed on it. I'm really glad that you've joined me today to discuss. I know that some people have had difficulties on the PMP exam. They've had hardship in trying to get certified. And I wanted to give some advice because I know there's a lot of videos about how to get certified on your first try. But for people who have failed the exam once or twice, some three times, some four, some five, some people have even failed it six times. But I wanted to give you a very coherent, direct, straightforward, and free plan to help you. Okay? So I call this PMP success bounce back because I'm looking at this as you fighting to get certified and then bouncing back in round two, three, whichever round you're in. If you've just taken the exam and you didn't make it, I want to show you the philosophies for success. Okay. So right off the bat, the PMP exam, when you're done, will give you an exam report. And the exam report looks something like this. And for those folks who don't make it, they fall into this range over here, right? If, if you're anything below this range, then you fail the exam, okay? For those who pass the exam, it's target and above target overall. So you get a report that looks like this. But the piece I'm gonna show you tonight to help you is on the other page of the exam report for those of you who've gotten it. And the exam report looks something like this, where it goes into people, process, and business. And that is how you performed in the people, the process, and the business domains. If you get above target, above target, above target, of course you sail, you've passed. If you get target, 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 of course you pass. If you get above target, 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 you pass. If you get target, target, above target, you pass. There have also been instances where people get a below target and they still pass the exam. So I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that anyone who gets one below target is penalized. No. But the question is, how below target was that person? There are different grades of below target, target, even above target. And I want to focus on that because those of you who have not passed the exam, I'm going to help you to make sense out of your exam report. To really know what to do better at or to have some sort of compass, you need to take a look at the detailed report on the PMI's website, on PMI.org. That is the report that they send you. After a few days, you get this detailed report. And that's what I want to talk about tonight, because I know a lot of people don't know about that report, or you may get the report and not know what to do with it. But before we are done tonight, I'm going to send you a link so that you can download my analysis sheet, and it will help you to hone in on your weak areas. All right, so let's jump straight into it. This sheet right here is accessible at our website. I'm going to send you the link so that you'll be able to download it and you'll be able to use it. But let me first of all talk about it. So this sheet that you're looking at right here is similar to the exam report, broken into people, process, and business. It's an Excel file. Now, for those of you who get, for example, task one, you get in the different bands, you have the high, medium, and low. If you're over here, like where you see me highlight, that's high. If you're here, you're medium for that task. And if you're here, you're low. So take, for example, let's zoom in. And let's take a look at task one. So right over here, task one in the people domain. It says manage conflict. I also have for you here a reference page to the PMBOK guide and a reference page to the Agile Practice Guide. 
so that you can truly understand that task in more detail. Now, over here, I can see this individual got a high, right? So they did well in that. But if we go to some other tasks, like task two, task four, five, and six, you can see they didn't do that well. They have low performance in that task. And that's leader team, that's empower team members and stakeholders, ensure team members and stakeholders are adequately trained, build a team and collaborate with stakeholders. So I know looking at this report, these are the areas I need to do better at. What I need you to do, my friends, is download this sheet, take your exam report from the PMI that mirrors this image, and I need you to fill it in. So for example, if your report was such that you, let's say you didn't get a, let's say you didn't get um, that good a score in uh, task one, then it would be somewhere over here. So in that case, I need you to come over to the second tab. And uh, let me just change the view so that you can see very well. There's two tabs, there's my example, and there's my exam. This is your exam. So this is the, the page that I really need you to fill in. So let's say task one, let's say task one, you, you, didn't, you didn't do that well in task one. Let's put a red here. So what I need you to do is fill in the reds where you had the lows. So let's say you had lows, you had some mediums, uh, you had some highs low and like that. For example, when you take your exam report and you fill this in, you will use this sheet to examine which aspects did I not do well in. And you will double down, watch this, go over to the PMBOK guide mentioned or the Agile practice guide mentioned or take notes and close those gaps until you have made notes that show every aspect of your exam from people, process, and business are closed. Now, someone's going to say, Phil, how do I close the gaps? Okay, I can see PMBOK here. Um, I can see which task it is, which is helpful. I can see the Agile Practice Guide. Uh, but, Phil, that's not enough. I need more. <laughs> I understand, which is why I've got you covered. Did you know that I have a free 30 plus hour curriculum that shows you how to better ace the test in all of these tasks. That's right. It's a 35 task course. It does not map back chiefly to this or this. <laughs> or this regular suspect. No, 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 no. It maps back to the PMI, PMP exam content outline. That is the blueprint on which the exam is based. So when I see people saying, oh, I got to cram ITTOs, ITTOs, I got to read this formula. I'm like, which planet are you from? Who, who was your instructor? Uh, because they probably didn't give you the right memo. There is no need to cram. Cramming is worthless. It is not going to help you on this exam. Cramming doesn't even help anymore on the CAPM exam very much. So I advise you to understand, don't go to PMBOK guide or agile guide yet. What I need you to do is good old learning. If, if you're really serious about this, I need you to go to pmp.pmradio.org. PMP pmradio.org. It is a playlist of 35 core videos and then some that I have curated to help those of you who have been flunking the test. But I need you to do some additional things. I need you to look under the descriptions. I need you to follow the instructions I'm given. I need you to take the quizzes that I give each day. I give about 20 open-ended questions each day. Follow the curriculum. That is all you need to do. Watch a video. It's about 15 minutes. Some of the longer ones, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But the link is pmp.pmradio.org. I'm going to put it in the chat. So pmp, 
pmradio.org. All right, go there. Watch the videos. That's all I'm asking you to do, and I've made it free. Now, as far as this sheet is concerned, I'm going to also, right this moment, send you a link so that you can download this sheet and use it for your PMP second, or maybe it's your third. I'm not sure which attempt it is, but I am going to hook you up with a link that will change the game for you. All right, let's put this in the chat. I'm going to explain it. Okay, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I know it's free, but I'm telling you this stuff is world-class. No one does this. Who gives hundreds of hours of their work away for free? Your buddy Phil. Why? Because I'm paying it forward. I was helped when I was taking the exam. And I want to give a shout out to my mentor, Mary Hirschner, who helped me and said, Phil, you want to take this exam? <laughs> Here are all my books. Mary gave me the stack of books. She gave me the CD. She gave me the test. She gave me everything. And as a result of Mary's awesomeness, I kill the game. It's only fair I do the same, right? So for you who have failed the exam, don't worry, okay? Worrying is worthless. It's not going to help you. I like conclusive direction that can help you have a target, have a focus, and just go. But you have to do your piece. I know some of the, the videos, you may want to skip them and you may not want to do the homework. But I'm telling you, the real gold is in the homework. I set up the homework in such a way that it is going to help you, not only for your PMP, but life after the PMP. Right? Because I ask you really deep questions that test your understanding. I'm not talking about cramming. All right, so let me show you where you should be looking right now. Right now, you should go to that link that I put in the chat. I am going to do it again. Let's put that in the chat one more time. I see it was not delivered to some of the locations. Let's hope it goes through this time. And um, I'm talking about this link right here, projectmanagementdoctor.com forward slash stamp out. All right, when you go to that link, You'll find over here, PMP Exam Success Align Download. I need you to click on that. And then it is going to, oh, that's the wrong one. I beg your pardon. Not that one. That's the wrong link. I might have inadvertently changed it. So I need to fix that um, and, and get the right link. But let me send you a different link. I will fix that link. But in the meantime, in lieu of the correct link, uh, let me put this one in here. When you visit the page after the webinar, I would have corrected it. That was inadvertent. I was trying to make some last minute changes to the website and I must have fat fingered the link that I was trying to uh, change. But when you go over to PMP exam failure stamp out, just visit after the webinar, you will get the correct link. Let me see if I can actually bring it up. I know it was a zip file. Let's see if I can find it. Bear with me. I don't want to leave today without showing you that link. So give me give me a few moments. But there's the link. Um, I also have here a PMP exam. 40-day study plan, and that's what came up over here. I'm also going to put this in the chat for you. So let's put that in. I think you've got that one. And let me attempt to recover that Excel link. But there are many other things on this page that you will find extremely valuable. Um, so there's the free 30-hour daily course. If you click on that, it should take you directly to where you can take this free 30-hour course. 
all of the content is already there for you. It's all there. It's all there. I'm also going to put this in the chat. Make sure you save that playlist. Subscribe to the channel so that you don't lose it. Okay? And all along the way, I'm always available to support your efforts. But what I need you to do is really to ask questions. Um, I put these videos out there just so that there would be some context for your study, and especially those of you who do not have a whole lot of funds for this crazy exam. I'll tell you a quick story, not to scare anyone, but there was a student who tried to get certified, not once, not twice, not three times or four. This student tried not five or six, not seven. I met this student when this individual was on their sixth or seventh try. It took eight tries to kill the beast. But when they were done, they were truly done. Hi, NC Worker. NC Worker, good to see you. And thanks for all your support and always showing up. I hope you're doing well. Thank you very much. So I, I really want, want you folks to think about this individual who took the exam eight times. I'm not saying you need to do that. If you get clued in tonight, you take it whenever your next attempt is and you kill the ridiculous thing and you move on. Okay? So I know some people have struggled, but you don't need to keep struggling. That's my job. That's why I'm here. Okay? Uh, just so you put it in context, I got certified 18 years ago. Think about an 18-year-old kid today. They're already, <laughs> they're already making some money. They're already independent. So imagine I've been certified that long. I have a propensity to help people. I just want to help you. You don't even need to visit our website. All you need to do is go to pmp.pmradio.org. Just watch the videos. Download the links I put in the chat. That's all I need you to do because I have worked with many people who have failed this exam and there needs to be someone to help those who did not get the three ATs, right? Because I, I go on social media and I, I see people, I got three ATs, the exam is so easy. I did it in, I did in two hours. And then the poor people who have failed the exam begin thinking, am I dumb? What's the matter with me? Why can't I pass this exam? And you know, you know the saddest thing? Some people crumple up into a ball and, and they, they do nothing. And some people allow this, in my mind, it's an evil imp. This evil imp. Some people allow this evil imp to terrorize them. Just look at how formidable it looks. It's a miserable, horrible sight. But the exam has pulverized too many people for too long. And I'm telling you, I'm fed up. I came here to tell you, if the exam has been pulverizing you, it's time to fight back. And it's not fighting back by reading PMBOK. Please don't, don't do the ridiculous, oh, I got to read all the ITTOs, ITTOs, I got I to read ITTOs. And you're almost banging your head on the book. Come on. Don't be, don't be ridiculous. That's not it. You know what you need to do? Close the gaps. Watch a video a day. Don't panic and take the exam in like two days or three days. Don't do that. Come with me for the long haul. 40 days. That's all I ask. 40. Okay? For those of you who are on a very, very tight timeline, maybe your boss is terrorizing you. Maybe you need to read three or four of of those things a day right like hit three or four of my videos a day but do the homework you're going to be good any questions send me any questions you have you have any questions you have any concerns someone said phil is that the only support you offer well i have classes so i have hpmexam.com where i teach coach train and mentor people we do it based on a curriculum called pmp exam immersion so all those videos that i've sent you, right, the whole 30-hour video course, 
there's a book. It's called PMP Exam Immersion. You can find that everywhere books are sold. You can find that on the praiseion.com site. But again, I'm not saying you have to do that. If you're diligent and you follow, you can pass. Now, let me explain the philosophy of this exam. There's some of us who are able to read and study on demand alone. I studied alone, but it was hard. <laughs> that, that study time that I put in, I would have probably studied half the time if I had someone to show me the ropes. Time is money. Some of you know that, and some of you don't mind going for a full course for the PMP exam. You don't mind coming aboard. If that sounds like you and you're like, well, I figured out time is money, I might as well see what Phil has to offer to help me, then you need to go on down to hpmexam.com, okay? hpmexam.com is a one-stop shop where I help people who feel, I can't study alone, I know the power of a coach, help me. I failed this stupid thing 10 times, help me. I'm here to help you. There are other people like, Phil, I would love your help, but I, I can't afford it. So I understand, which is why I have my free 30-hour course. And again, I want to stress it because I know some of you missed it. The free course is at pmp.pmradio.org. This is my free course, free course. All right? I'm not asking you to buy nada, nothing. Just please just do what I'm telling you. If you're like, Phil, I'm on a budget. I can't afford a single penny. Yes, I know. I know. But please go to pmp.pmradio.org, bookmark it, follow me daily. Do what I'm asking you to do daily. You'll pass it. I've helped so many people worldwide on this ridiculous test. Let's take a look at what my free course is all about. So when you hit the free course, you see I have 40 days to PMP exam success. Day one is manage conflict. Day two is lead a team. And it just goes on and on like that. It's a stream of videos. It's a playlist, carefully curated. I spent a lot of time in the office and on the road creating this for people so they could pass the exam, okay? In addition to the video version, I also have a podcast version. The podcast version is right here. It's study pmradio.org and this is the 40 days podcast okay 40 days podcast totally free you don't need to do anything money wise just go there sign up move on okay if there are any questions feel free to put them under this video let me know right now if you've got any questions. I will answer them. This is live. Okay. So, so there you have it. And if you scroll through, there is so much content here that it would be unfair for you to not give yourself a chance to study using this free tool. Okay. Don't let the fact that it's free fool you. This is thousands of dollars right here. In fact, someone came to me once and said, Phil, uh, I came across a website. They're using your material. They're charging a hefty price. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> they must be desperate. Well, good for them. I don't care. I just want to help you. And if I helped you, please send someone else to the videos. Okay? If you have any questions, let me know. That's all I wanted to tell you today. That's it. Okay? That's it. Nothing else. Okay, so again, I'm going to go over the steps. Step one, because I know there's so many moving parts, it's very easy to get muddled up. What I need you to do is go to the website that I put in the chat. I'm going to try to do this again. Let's see if I can do this again. Okay, so go to the website and download, if you have failed the exam in the past, download this link. Let's put the link in the chat again. 
Hello, my friend from Vegas. Good to see you as always, and thanks for your support. Always a pleasure to see you come on. All right. Let's go ahead and send that link again. It's a zip file. Download a zip file. Okay. Download a zip file. And... Let's try to do this again. Download the zip file. It will open up an Excel file. Complete the Excel file. Start studying to close your gaps. Go to the pmp.pmradio.org page. Start closing your gaps. Take the quizzes. Do the homework. And you will be good. Okay? If you missed the beginning, go back and watch it. If you're looking for mentoring, training, coaching, help of any kind. You can find this book anywhere books are sold. In addition to this, I'll just show you on the screen because I, I really didn't give you a very good, uh, I didn't give you a really good breakdown of some of the other things that come when you buy the electronic version of the book. If you were to get an electronic version of the book, um, it comes with a day-by-day -day guide. and it's a checklist, like a workbook to help you get through. There's some true or false questions, and I have 100 situational questions. So it's a workbook that comes uh, with that. And um, there's so many things to show you, but I don't want you to get into you know, the, the tunnel vision mode where you, you're, you're just looking at one thing. I want you to look at all the links. Um, go to the website if you're interested in anything else, okay? Okay, with that out of the way, I now want to spend some time teaching you how to think on the test. So if you give me another 10 minutes, I promise I'll be done. Because I know time is money, and I know you want to get on with other things tonight, okay? So I'm not going to spend very long. But I want to talk about the PMP exam content outline. And here it is, right there. All right. So I want to make it very clear that this is the blueprint on which the PMP exam is based. Do not obsess with ITTOs. Instead, I need you to obsess over these tasks, really knowing the tasks well. Let's begin covering them one by one. Let's start off with manage conflict. Manage conflict is where you need to understand the world of predictive, is centralized leadership. And therefore, when we talk about the project manager's role in a predictive environment, it does get pretty centralized. But in agile, it is decentralized. I also want you to understand that on top of all this people process business stuff, there's an understanding of the agile manifesto values and principles. And if you don't understand the Agile piece really well, it could be a big reason for your lack of follow through on the exam. So you need to spend time understanding with an Agile mindset, how would I manage conflict in an Agile environment? How is conflict managed in an Agile environment versus in a predictive environment? The concept of team autonomy, self-organizing teams, and so on. All right. Second piece you need to understand well is lead a team. Now, for both task one and two, there are some technical aspects, if you will, such as the five approaches to conflict resolution, the Hersey-Blanchard model, understanding leadership as pictured, depicted in the Pembox 6, chapter 3, which is a really brilliant chapter. Even though Pembox 6 is out of print, 
you really need to find that chapter three. I think you can find it in process groups or practice guide, but they really break down leadership versus management well. Know the difference. Number three, number four, number five, they kind of tie back to the overall understanding of leadership, building a team as well. PMBOK Guide, 7th edition. It has these 12 principles. I encourage you to know your 12 principles really well. And when it comes to leadership, we have a section that actually addresses leadership. But I don't know how much time you have spent on this. Now, I'm speaking specifically to those who have not passed the exam. Because here we have the stakeholder principle, we have stewardship, we have team, there's quite a lot. So you need to spend time really understanding PMI's perspective. Highly advise spending some time with the principles. Number seven is really all about obstacles, impediments, and blockers, which is big in the world of agile. The concept of negotiating, just understand that you negotiate anything, not just monetary stuff and contracts. Collaborate with stakeholders, build a shared understanding, engage and support virtual teams, define team ground rules, mentor relevant stakeholders, and promote team performance through EI. Newsflash, big newsflash. If you're not focusing on the Agile Manifesto and the PMI's 12 principles, you might find some of this stuff hard because there's some muscle memory and intuition in it. All right. Let's move on to the next domain. The next domain is process. Your mindset here needs to be, this is not mapping back verbatim to the 49 processes. Instead, it's more like an agnostic understanding of project management through a hybrid, agile, or predictive lens. And if you're not able to shift between those, you could struggle on the exam. So here's my philosophy for process. Number one, understand why you're executing with urgency. There's a reason. It's not because you can't take all day. It's because you want to deliver value that your customer can begin using. It's all about business value. Number two, communications. You got to understand how it works in the world of agile, how it works in the world of predictive. The way we do things in predictive is different. We have three things, plan, manage, monitor. When it comes to the world of agile, we don't have those prescriptions. We're fluid, we're dynamic, but we have many events. Some people would say ceremonies. I don't care what you call it. Just make sure you understand these are vehicles for communication, sprint planning, Sprint review, the daily scrum, the retrospective, they're all vehicles for communicating. And then there are other things you do with you know, stakeholder communication that is outside, but it's transparent. Again, it's the philosophy. You see where I'm going with this? Then we have assess and manage risks, determine the risk management options, the seven things PMI says you should do, plan risk management, identify risk, perform qualitative, perform quantitative, plan risk responses, implement risk responses, and then monitor risk. You've got to know all that stuff, right? You've got to understand the flow, okay? This is where the flow comes in. If you're really serious about the flow and you want to study it, go to the Project Leadership Institute channel. It's just at Project Leadership Institute on YouTube. I have a 40-minute video where all I'm talking about is flow. It's deep. It gets deep. But that's for those who feel they're weak in flow. If you really apply yourself, you can learn a ton from that video. Um, engage stakeholders, plan and manage budget and resources, plan and manage schedule. So all the language that surrounds schedule, you got to be good at it. Slack, flow, leads, lags, forward passes, backward passes, uh, critical path analysis, um, even the concept of schedule performance index from earned value. you got to understand that. If you're shaky or weak, get good. All right. The same thing for what I just passed on uh, task five, budget. It sounds not like cost management. It's cost management. So SPI, CPI, CVSV, I have a 0 0.5 SPI. What does it mean? I have a 1.2 CPI. What does it mean? Why did that happen? All that logic, you got to know it. 
Okay. Number seven, plan and manage quality of products or deliverables. So you've got to understand the quality flow, plan quality management, manage quality, control quality. What is the difference between manage quality and control quality? Well, manage quality is more like quality assurance. What is the difference between quality assurance and quality control? Quality assurance focuses on the process. Quality control focuses more on the product. What do we do more in quality assurance? We do a lot of audits. What do we do in quality control, inspection? So all of this lingo and mindset and understanding, you got to get good in it. Okay. Plan and manage scope. The whole concept of plan scope management, collect requirements, define scope, create WBS, validate scope, control scope. You got to understand why you do that. When it comes to integration, again, the seven things in integration. Now, someone says, but Phil, I thought you said I shouldn't cram ITT. I said, no, I, I'm saying these are processes, not ITTOs. You get what I'm saying? So understand the flow of the 49. I didn't say don't study that. I just said, don't go crazy on the ITTOs. If you go crazy on ITTOs, you get lost. Don't do that. All right. Manage project changes. So the whole concept of the change request flow, which I have in certain videos on the Prazion channel, watch that. Understand the flow from, I get a verbal change request. What do I do? Well, you put in informal writing. Put in formal writing. What do I do? Well, make sure it's in the change log. Okay, it's in the change log. What do I do? You review the change request with the team. You document what you've analyzed, you could send it on to the change control board. They do the analysis. They take a look. They could be back and forth between you and them or the customer and them. They may negotiate other things with the customer, but ultimately there's going to be a make or, well, a go or no go decision in this case. It's going to be, should we go ahead with the change request or should we not? And if they don't go ahead, then you still document the outcome in the change log. You still share the change log. If they do, you still document it in the change log. You execute it, but you need to share the change log. So there are many little intricacies. And honestly, some of these tiny little details is what makes people confused. So spend some time watching my data flows for the PMP videos. You can find them on this channel, on the Prazion channel. All right, plan and manage procurements. So you've got to understand plan procurement management, conduct procurements, control procurements. Manage project artifacts. What is an artifact? You got to understand which artifacts are in the world of Agile, which artifacts are in the world of Predictive. Scrum is pretty straightforward because we have three, product backlog, sprint backlog, and the increment. But there are other things that you could consider to be an artifact. You could say my information radiator or my um, whatever you're using, your burn-up chart, burn-down chart, that could be considered as well. All right, number 13, determine the appropriate project methodology. Now, this one, i got to make this a little bit bigger. This one, highly advised that you read in your Agile Practice Guide. Spend some time on pages 18 and 19. This will help you get really good with this. If you've been struggling with knowing when to be Agile, when not to be Agile, when do I use predictive, when do I use hybrid, all that stuff, I want to make it clear, okay? Again, you got to remember who this is for. I'm doing this for people who, who feel directionless because you, part, you fail the exam. You wonder how you can pass. This may be something you want to do. And I encourage you to read pages 18 and 19, but I also encourage you to read page 58 and 59. Pages 58 and 59 give you scenarios. And I've heard some of these scenarios, page 58 and 59, they have made their way to the exam. Just so you know, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Number 14, establish project governance. Understand what governance is. Okay. Manage project issues. Understand that a risk is not an issue, right? A risk is an issue waiting to happen. A risk hasn't happened. It could happen, but an issue has happened. But when we talk about impediments, obstacles, and blockers, an impediment impedes you, slows you down. An obstacle you can go over or around, but what a waste of time. It could be very laborious. And a blocker, you're blocked. You can't even move. So we have impediments, obstacles, and blockers, all right? So back to the screen. You can see it says manage project issues. So understand issues, problems, 
impediments, obstacles, blockers, you can find that on a lot of questions. Ensure knowledge transfer for project continuity. Just makes sense. You know, the project shouldn't come to a standstill because Bob decided to leave the company. So make sure that people are sharing the right level of information, there's knowledge transfer. And number 17, plan and manage the project or face closure or transitions, right? I can make this stuff crystal clear for you, but I need you to give me a better chance. I can't do this in like 30 minutes. <laughs> Two things I would advise. One, go to my free training, pmp.pmradio.org. It's about 40 hours now. I have so many great quality videos. And it's, you know, it's not like those videos where someone's trying to sell you something every second. No. PMP.PMRadio.org will just give you great content, give you great exercises. And if you've been struggling with the exam, I think this is your Willy Wonka ticket <laughs> to PMP. This is Phil's ticket for your success. I'm, I'm really serious about this, um, especially my friends who have said, Phil, I'm, I'm not employed right now. I don't have a job. I want to pass this exam so I can get in the game. Oh, my goodness. Do you know I've been there just like you? I, I couldn't afford to buy books. And, you know, I gave a shout out to my mentor, Mary, Mary Hirschner. Bless Mary. Mary. Mary gave me everything I used for my exam. Everything. I tried to buy some books on, on eBay. They weren't that, that good. So I'm grateful that someone gave me books for free. This is my way of, you know, paying it back. All right, so go to pmp.pmradio.org, watch the videos, go to the stamp out link that I put in previously and pillage that page. I've got so many free things out there. It's for a reason. I could charge for them. Don't let the fact that I'm giving them for free fool you. It's top-notch stuff, top quality. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. Let's move on, let's move on. We got one more area, my friends. We've got the business environment. And it just says, plan and manage project compliance. As a project manager, you wanna ensure that your project is in compliance. The products you're creating are in compliance. You know, you got all these regulations, regulatory stuff, the OSHAs, the Americans with Disability Acts of the world, the PCI compliance, so on and so forth. You know, in the world of healthcare, it's the whole HIPAA compliance and stuff. We could go on and on. So the, the goal of this is to sensitize you as a project manager to ensure that you are in line when you need to be compliant. Number two, evaluate and deliver project benefits and value. This is very well covered in PMBOK 6. Agile Practice Guide should have this too, but I can't quote the page. But for PMBOK 6, you want to read pages 7, pages 30 to 33. It will help you. Trust me, when it comes to benefits and value, and PMI doesn't play with that topic, okay? They don't play with it. So I, I really need you to have this in the back of your mind. I'm doing this because... I need to get jacked. I need to get ripped. I need to get beefed up. So I smack this thing into the middle of next year, next decade, if possible. This exam has caused a lot of pain, a lot of pain. You know, I get quite emotional and spirited about this because from my vantage point, I see what it does to people. You ever heard people cry when they fail the exam? You ever see people shed tears, grown men and women? That's why I do what I do, my friends. All right. So let's land this ship. Evaluate and address external business environment changes for impact on scope. What am I saying here? I'm just saying you need to evaluate the business environment as a product owner, as a project manager, as a good business person, and know what's happening out there and just make changes accordingly. Number four. Support organizational change. And all this is saying is you got to assess your firm. you got to understand the impact of your project on the firm. Some of you have heard stories of, you know, the projects from hell. And, you know, I'm not saying the projects are bad. I'm saying 
the end result of the project ends up putting people out of a job. So how are people going to want to work with you? How are people going to like your project if it's putting them out of a job? you got to have the empathy and understand, and you got to work with people, right, to, to meet them where they are. And that's all this is saying. And there you have it, my friends. Over the past 30 minutes, thereabouts, we've been talking about how to pass the PMP exam if you had failed it before. I am extremely serious about doubling down on efforts to help you pass, which is why I am here today spending time. I could be doing other things. I could be jamming with my music friends somewhere, but I'm here to help someone, to help you understand that failure on this exam is not the end. It's not the end. Let it be the beginning of greater things to come, my friend. Don't feel down in the dumps. Just remember, many people have failed the exam multiple times, but when they pass it, they're not even thinking of when they failed. When they're rolling in their six-figure sums, they're not thinking about when they failed. All right, so let me make it very clear. Finally, two options. You either study on demand alone on pmp.pmradio.org. It's a free course. That's it on the screen again. That's step, that's step one. Uh, step two is I need you, if you failed the exam, to download the free Excel file that I have created for you to assess where you went wrong on the test. That's the link I'm showing right now. Okay. Third thing I need you to do is to go to this link to download a PDF that I would love for you to put this on the wall and daily check it off saying, I've studied this piece. I've watched the video. I've watched the inspirational message that Phil has because they're all in the playlist, right? On pmp.pmradio.org. I've watched the video. I've watched the inspirational message. I've done the homework. And you know what I want you to do? I want to hold you accountable. I want to hold you accountable. I want you, every day you study on my free course, I want you to hold yourself accountable by putting a comment and saying, Phil, I studied day one. This is what I learned. Can you do that for me? I need you to be accountable. What is accountability? It's different from responsibility. Accountability is passing the buck stops here. So no excuses. You got to prioritize this stuff. Someone says, Phil, you're a bit crazy about this PMP thing. What's the matter with you? Well, before I got certified, I was knocking on doors, going for interviews, failing the interviews, just pathetic. There was an interview I went to at DHL. It was so sad because I thought I knew project management. But by the time they were done with me, <laughs> I didn't even know my name. I staggered out. And I scratched my head for a second and said, I, I thought I knew project management. I guess I don't. I hadn't gotten certified then. So it was very difficult finding productive work as a project manager when you go to interviews and you flunk them. But I was fortunate enough to meet my mentor, Mary Hirschner, when I was working for an environmental engineering firm. And she said, Phil, I think you'll make a great PMP. PMP changed the game for me. My salary level went up. 300%, not 100, 300. Think about, think about in two weeks, your salary going from $5 to 15. Or let's make it even more dramatic. Let's say going from 50K to 150K in a matter of like two weeks. Isn't that crazy? That's why I'm very passionate about the PMP. I know... If you get certified, that's step one. The rest is not magic. I really worked on my interviews after that. And that's why I ended up working in firms like Motorola and Honeywell and American and General Dynamics. So I, I did put in my fair amount of 
study time for interviews. I also did not stop at PMP. I got OPM3 certified five years after that, six years after that. I got SP, RMP, even did the CAPM so I could become a better trainer. You know, So I'm not saying PMP is a magic button that opens all the gateways. No, you still have to do your piece. But my goodness, you don't have PMP, you're going for project manager roles, you don't even stand a chance. So PMP is step one. Now, for those of you who do get PMP certified and you want to go up a notch, keep your eye on this channel because I have a program at uh, theleadershipstreet.com where I am going to be showing people how to succeed after their PMP. I think it's at leadershipstreet.com. I have so many programs, I can't even keep them straight. Let me see if I can put this. It's is it Leadership Street or Leadership Avenue? I can't even remember. I think it's Leadership Avenue. Yeah, so it's Leadership Avenue, which will uh, forward to this link. Let me put this link in here. Uh, so this is more for PMPs, people who are now certified, uh, because I know you. some of you watch this channel, and I want to thank you if you're PMP and watching, but you're asking, Phil, what's in it for me? You know, I'm always watching this channel. I'm fed up with PMP, PMP. I'm now PMP. Well, if you're now PMP, go to that channel and uh, 2024, I'm going to be showing you how to take things up a notch, how to lead yourself, how to go to the next level as a PMP. PMP is just the beginning. There's a lot more. There's a lot more in leadership. Okay, so I'm very passionate about this stuff because I know it changes lives. I know it changed the game for me, you know, as a result of getting PMP certified and being a dedicated trainer, I've been very fortunate to be able to influence and help our men and women in uniform in the US Air Force and the US Army. I've trained on the US Air Force base out in Europe in Mildenhall. I was fortunate to do that. If I didn't have PMP, <laughs> they probably wouldn't have even known who I am. You know, trained at NASA, trained the people at the FBI, many government entities. So I am grateful for the opportunities I've had to influence many people, but I'm not stopping because I'm after you. You who is watching, you're not certified. Let's do this thing. All right. Thank you very much. I'm getting off my soapbox. I will see you all very soon in another video. Your crazy buddy, Phil. You'll see him again. YouTube, anywhere the internet is, you will find me. Instagram, Twitter, I'm all over the place asking you, get certified, get certified. You know, you know, the funny thing, I have some of my agile friends who are like, Phil, no, no, it's too, too much, too much. You do too much, too much, too much stuff. And, you know, a lot of it is this PMI stuff. Why do you do it? I just told you why I do it. It adds value to firms when you bring in qualified people. Anyway, enough is enough. That's it. Thank you, my friends. Talk to you again soon. Bye for now. If there are any questions, put them in the chat. I'll get back as soon as I can. Bye. Au revoir.